Hello and welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast and to this episode where we're talking about mindset and it's something that's really important as an entrepreneur in any industry, not just in the coffee business. But this week's episodes, we spoke to Pearl Howie and we talked about that fear of success, identifying it and how to deal with it. But I think there's a lot of other things that can go into our approach to business, certainly from a foundational point of view, that can really make or break our business. Us as leaders, as owners of the business, are the driving force behind it. And if we're not in tip-top shape, then we can't always be in the best position to drive it in the direction that it needs to go. So we're going to chat around some things that you may come across and how we can deal with them and how you can change your approach to how your time is set out and your boundaries that you can create. And we're also going to touch on my ebook, which is, or it's a mini ebook, it's for free. You can grab it at thecafehustle.com. So if you head over there, you can download that. But we're going to get into this episode when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Anyone who has tried to create a paper-based systems document for their cafe or coffee shop knows the pain of trying to get everything in order and keep it updated and share it with the team all at once. Train your sorts this problem out with its really easy to use interface, online-based construction of your documents, and it's really easy to share with your team. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash train for 10% off your first 12 months and a seven-day free trial. So thank you for joining me on this episode of The Cafe Hustle. And we're going to continue the theme of where the last two episodes earlier this week came into. And it's almost a little bit on mindset. We were talking about the fear of success with Pearl Howie in a two-parter episode on Monday and Wednesday this week. And we're going to continue that theme into this episode. Now, whilst we're here and I've just mentioned it in the introduction, don't forget to grab my free mini ebook, which has five strategies and actions to recalibrate your mindset and try and put you in a position that you can best serve your people, your business, and yourself. And we cover things like self-belief, finding your vision, setting goals and priorities, being open to learning and being coachable. That's a really important thing, opening your mind to think from a position of, I don't know everything, I am going to learn as much as I can. But also we touch on mindfulness and meditation and how that can help you clear your mind. And that's really the goal of everything we do. And it's finding clarity of your goals, your vision, your purpose in your in your company. So head over to thecafehustle.com, grab it there. But anyway, so really what we're looking at in this episode is sort of protecting your time initially. So setting your boundaries and learning to say no, but we're also going to touch on something you've probably heard around certainly anything business related with talk about imposter syndrome. Again, this is nothing that's unique to coffee. This is something that happens in every single industry. And really the, the crux of what that is comes down to our doubts and our own beliefs about ourselves. But this isn't just people who are starting out in business, this is something that happens to really experienced and really successful people. They constantly have these negative thoughts and doubts that come into their mind. And it's been, it's been termed imposter syndrome. So first of all, and what I want to talk about really in this episode is, is three additional things to be aware of as certainly my experience in the past of running a coffee shop, 
and the things I learn and the things I look back and I go, yes, I would have absolutely done differently. What I really, the big thing is setting the boundaries. And this is the first point I want to talk about today. And I know I was guilty of not doing this and, and it's not as easy to do when you are in the early days of your business. So your first start and you're getting out and yes, running any sort of business is hard and you can't get away from putting the hours in. Like we were working sort of seven in the morning at the, at, you know, latest it was seven getting going, working well through to 11, 12, one in the morning, every day, seven days a week when certainly when the, the business first started. But really looking back after six months or so, you should be in a position where you can be more flexible with what you do, the jobs that you do as an owner and where you add value to the business. Now, when it comes to setting boundaries, it's all really about giving you space. So there's a time for focusing on the business and working on the business. And then there's a time to not be and having some downtime and having that time and space with your family as well, or whatever you want to do outside of running your coffee shop. There has to be an element of distinction. And by setting the boundaries and saying, yes, I'm not going to work into late into the evening. I'm not going to work at, you know, our days off when the coffee shop is shut as much as possible. And I know it isn't really always possible to create these hard boundaries that you can't go over. But where I'm coming from is having these, these boundaries set in such a way that you have time to do other things. You have hobbies. And it's something that in our industry is, is almost something like a badge of honor that you don't have anything but work time. And I think really we now have to come away from that if we're looking after our mental health and maintaining that mindset that we need to really run a high-performing team and a business, you have to have the downtime as well as the, the times where you work or the up times. So first of all, you need to decide when you will and when you won't be working. So really write this down on a piece of paper and say, these are the times where I will work on the business. And these are the times, on the other hand, where I'm relaxing and having some downtime. And I know some of you may be thinking, how can we even get to that point? You know, the way things are at the minute, we're getting busier and busier. But there's things you can do to get away from being tied to your business. And, and this is where a lot of the work with, from a leadership point of view and some of the frameworks that I talk about can really help as well as the systems and, and getting things in place so they can run le- without you, without your input as much or rely on you as much because we've got to be mindful as well that if we as the owner or the leader are, get to the point of burnout, it's no good for you, your team or your business. And if you're in a position where you are coming to me or listening to this and saying, I'm struggling to maintain my boundaries. That is a really big indicator to me that you need to start empowering your team and start delegating some of the tasks that you are picking up as an owner to the teams that are in the business all day, every day. And it'll allow you to, even if it wasn't so much you know, working in the evening, you're able to focus on areas or growth areas of your business or think ideas you want to develop elsewhere. So remember, you created a business or you bought a business. You didn't create a job or 
bought a job, which a lot of people really get into. And I know I got, I was in that mindset initially. At first, you're completely tied to it and you can't get away from it. And yeah, we can, you can do some things to tweak and get away from actually having to be the one that's there doing everything and running the, running the show every single day. So the second point I want to move on to, and it's sort of linked into setting your boundaries and that's learning how to say no. So as certainly as, as owners, we have a hard time pulled left and right all day, every day. And people coming to us that are wanting questions answered, or if it's customers dealing with specific operational questions, they always want to speak to the owner or the manager, if you are the manager as well as being the owner, which a lot of people are in that position. But it's all about, this is all about protecting your time so that you can potentially start working to your boundaries that we talked in the previous point. So identify the things when they come to you that maybe the one-off things that people are trying to either get you to attend. If it doesn't work in terms of your vision for your business and it's not moving the needle in that way or helping you from a personal goal point of view, then start to be comfortable and saying no to things. And it's something I've got a lot more comfortable with over the last two to three years is saying no, because as a person who likes to serve people and likes to please them, it's really hard to start saying no. And, but you have to be really intentional with this as well. You know, it's all really sapping your precious resource, which is time. So when it comes to maintaining boundaries, you have a, a, a more finite amount of time that you dedicate to the business. You've got to really start saying no. Because as well, you need to have your headspace. You don't want to be cluttered with things that your team could maybe deal with. Certainly the operational questions you get from customers, you need to have someone or the people in your business able to deal with that because that's a big part of getting yourself away from the business. If you're in a situation where if any customer asks a question, you're the only person that can answer that for them, then you're not working towards that goal of separating your time from the business's time, which a lot of us, that's a big goal for us to reach. And usually it comes down to people saying, I haven't got enough money to be able to take myself out of the business. But in reality, usually it's all down to the strategies and the like the systems and the teamwork that you put in place. That is what will get you more time away from your business. So start practicing the things that aren't working in terms of your goals and your personal development and, and the whether it's a personal branding journey you want to go down, if it's not working for that, or if it's not something that is going to run your business in a better way, then say no to it and or delegate it or direct it in a different way. Don't feel like you have to carry every single question or knowledge piece in terms of running your business. So yeah, so start practicing saying no to opportunities to come along because every yes you say, to that one thing, whether it is, for example, a customer asking a question or something that takes up more of your time, whether it's a speaking arrangement or a favor for someone, you're saying no to a whole range of other things that you could be spending that time on, whether it's family or 
some marketing campaign for your business or a new idea that you're trying to develop. So just think of it that way. When you're saying yes to that one thing, you're saying no to a whole host of other things because that is, that's how time works. You can't double it up. So yeah, that's another thing. And it really helps to help when you come to the setting the boundaries. Now, in the introduction and the start of, of the main part of the episode, we were talking about imposter syndrome. Now, a lot of you, you may have come across this or experienced this as a feeling, but generally it's all about being or feeling like you're inadequate for the job that you're doing. And in our case, that you haven't got the experience or are capable of running a coffee shop. Now, there's so much that goes into running a coffee shop from running the kitchen side of things, the front of house, your coffee bar area. You've got your payroll, your HR stuff, your team leadership elements, which is a huge part of what we do. You've got your systems. And that's before we even get into the stuff, the back of house, the inventory, and then all the social media elements. So there's so much that goes into running a coffee shop that is really important to the success of the business. So there's no doubt you're going to feel like you don't know everything or have a handle or control over everything. And you start to get this feeling that you aren't capable of doing your job or running that coffee shop or whatever it is. And that is what imposter syndrome is. Now, like I said earlier on in the episode, a lot of people experience this. Successful business people or influencers, people who are trying to teach other people. There's so much of this that goes on and it's only a, a normal, it's a normal thought process of having this feeling of being like you aren't the best at something and you aren't necessarily going to be the best. What it is, when it, certainly when it comes to running a coffee shop, it's all about identifying the fact that you are experiencing this and acknowledging it and then trying to build strategies to move through it. Now, when it comes to dealing with imposter syndrome, and you may now be relating to it and think, oh yes, I've experienced this in the past. The first thing you need to do is acknowledge and identify that you are dealing with something that may be imposter syndrome. And and by the time you are able to acknowledge that and realize that this is something you're, you are going through, that gives you the first step to then start to deal with it and understand what what is underlying that and and supporting that view that you're not actually quite right or capable of running the business. Now there is, like I say in our ebook, there's a a section in there believing in yourself and understanding what your achievements are, and you'll find that really helpful when it comes to this stage of imposter syndrome. And really, it's all about listing out what it is that supports the opposite viewpoint to what is fueling imposter syndrome. So that's all the positive things that you are doing, that you're capable of doing, listing them out and having them handy. Now, like putting them on a piece of paper and putting them on your wall or in your office space, wherever you do your admin for your work, it's really just a reminder to say, actually, yes, these are the things I've achieved. These are the things I am capable of. And then disbelieving the negative point of view that your mind is telling you. And I think it comes back to a point, and I've mentioned it in a couple of episodes previously, about embracing that vulnerability. And yes, 
not everyone will be a fan of what you do or what you produce or your concept of your coffee shop, but the majority of people will relate to it and will accept and enjoy coming to your business. So one of the big things I looked at in my case is what actually is it that means you are running a successful business? Now, from a financial point of view, yes, making a profit or a healthy profit or any profit really is a success. But on the crux of it, from the public's point of view, a successful coffee shop is one that provides a great experience and one that provides a really great coffee. Now, how do you measure that? People keep coming back. People talk about you positively. You're getting your positive reviews on Google or directly to you. You're getting that feedback. That's a sure sign that you are doing something that is right and that people really enjoy. So why can you not, if you're providing that for people and people are enjoying the experience you're providing, why are you thinking that you are not capable of doing it and you are an imposter? The mere fact that you are providing that experience and that quality product should show you that you are doing it right and you are capable of doing it. So these are all little things that you can start reframing how you look at what you do. Yes, being an entrepreneur means at times we fly and we're making decisions on the fly. Whether they're right or wrong, we're going with it. And we learn that way. That's what we do as, as people, certainly. And it's not just for coffee businesses. This is any business. People will go down that route. And it's a great sign that you have those doubts. There's so many people out there that are so confident in themselves and so sure of their mind that actually it gets them into trouble sometimes. So think of it as well as a great, it's a check. So your mind is almost saying to you, are you sure this is right? Are you capable of doing this? So that's the way, another way I look at it now is that it's just my mind, double check it. So yeah, just let's double back on this. Is this the right thing for us to do? Are are we we capable of doing it? Whereas other people would just be going, yeah, I'm doing this. People are going to love it. And actually they may end up not loving it, but that's fine as well. You know, it's, that's the journey that we go on as entrepreneurs. So Again, I know we're we're talking a lot about mindset this week, but I hope this really helps you in terms of reframing and starting to maybe protect some of your time outside of the business because it does, they do take a lot of work. But having the bravery first to take that step, certainly setting those boundaries and, and saying no to things and empowering your team with the ability to make some decisions without you or to answer questions and have knowledge and use that knowledge there's a really great step to giving you it's like a woman's a weight coming off your mind when you're able to step back a little bit from something like that and again the imposter syndrome it's a it's actually a good thing to have but sometimes it can paralyze us so taking those little strategies of reminding yourself what you're capable of and the experience you're given to your customers is a really good sign that you are doing things right. Remember, don't forget to go over to thecafehustle.com and grab that free ebook around with the five strategies to, to change your mindset because I produced it to try and help people who are certainly running a business on their own, try and recalibrate and deal with the stress and the responsibility that comes with running a coffee shop and, and the livelihoods of your staff and your team that goes on top of that and making sure that the business 
is sustainable for the future. And I hope that that helps you deal with those responsibilities. So anyway, thank you again for joining me on the Cafe Hustle. And I hope this episode has been helpful. But in the meantime, if you've got any feedback or any things that have worked for you in the past, head over to Facebook or Instagram and let's start a conversation there around what we can do to accelerate or improve our mindsets when it comes to rolling our business. So anyway, thank you again for joining me and I look forward to welcoming you on our next episode on Monday of the Cafe Hustle podcast.